show. Salute to the veterans. We thank you for your service. Some big off-season MLB news to share. The whole debacle up in New Orleans with Des Bryant's deal. And your hot topic, college football reigns supreme. All that and more on You Don't Know Jack right now. Welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And this is episode 35. We're recording on a beautiful Sunday, November 11th, 2018. Super excited about this episode. Super. A lot of things to get into. A lot of sports that happened this week. Um, but you know how we do it here. Everyone has an opinion on sports. But if you were truly an expert, you'd be making millions of dollars betting in Vegas. Or you'd be a GM for a football team or a basketball team. You're not. I'm not. So let's just enjoy the uncertainty of sports and entertainment in the United States and the rest of the world because I don't know and you don't know Jack. We actually have a moment of silence that we'd like to take before we get into the rest of the show. Uh, we would just like to remember and send prayers out to the people in California that are dealing with these uh, fires. Paradise, California. Yeah, it's it's not looking good. Um, the fire was apparently started from a... For, I guess some campers. Yeah, campfire. Their campfire yeah. got out of uh, control. And uh, nine people have already lost their lives. So to the people out in Northern California, we just pray that you guys are safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, over 90,000 acres are burning. Um, it's destroyed 6,700 structures. And also, it ties into sports, uh, 75% of the uh, high school and college football games have been canceled. Um, the LA Rams even canceled their practice. And the Raiders Oakland Raiders were limited in practice as well. So our just our thoughts and our prayers go out to everybody involved uh, in that situation, and we hope that it gets better soon. Yes, thoughts and prayers. Also, we have another sports-related tragedy that happened. Um, well, it happened November 2nd. A cornerback uh, from uh, Greenville, Mississippi, Greenville, Mississippi, yes, uh, Jeremiah Williams, he was a, a high school quarterback from there. Uh, he died late Friday after Friday, uh, after he was airlifted on November 2nd to the hospital. Um, he was placed on a ventilator the next day, the following day. Uh, they said that he broke his C1 and C4, uh, vertebrae in his, in his back and neck. Uh, so he passed away, the that Friday, the 6th. So, uh, we want to just remember the family, remember the community. Football is a violent sport. It is, it is rough. It is, it is, um, something that, that, you know, <laughs> it's an animal. So, uh, we just want to just kind of give a moment of silence to those who, uh, who are affected by not only the fires, but, uh, uh, this, this tragedy. All right, we appreciate you guys um, sending prayers their way, and we'll go ahead and start the show. You know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout, come on now. Just wanted to give a shout out. Shout out. 
Excellent. Uh, we wanted to shout out, start our segment off by shouting out the real heroes. Um, our Veterans Day is is today actually, but a lot of a lot of the banks and and uh, government, yes, they're observing it on Monday. But uh, we wanted just to you know shout out the the ones that are living that have served our country um for and given their time and their sacrifice to protect our freedoms to um give of themselves and and their families and and in many ways so we all appreciate what you've done for us and we you know hopefully we can return that uh that appreciation to you uh on this day absolutely we salute you for your service all of those uh obviously like you said all of those that are still living and um and those who have passed away and given the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. So, uh, salute to them. Uh, moving on, we're going to the Bills team. I know this is this is not necessarily a shout out, but I'm, I mean, this is the uh, this is the uh, I have to shout this out because Nathan Peterman is probably the worst quarterback I've ever seen in life. Peterman. So uh, I had to put this in here. The the Bills team. I want to congratulate them and shout them out for actually signing a competent quarterback. I mean, even off the bench, even him not even probably playing in the league very long, probably didn't even wasn't even signed until what a couple of weeks ago. He's still not going to have a two touch, a two interception game like Nathan Peterman would have this 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 season. Well, this, this game, yeah, yeah, but he definitely is a a backup. He's not a a starting quarterback I mean, by any means. I mean, a backup quarterback is better than Nathan Peterman. <laughs> This is a true. Third string quarterback is better than Nathan Peterman. This is true. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Yeah, I, I just uh, I'm interested to see what he does. Obviously, the Bills are not a very good team, but when you don't have Nathan Peterman throwing multiple interceptions per game, it actually may translate into something that Ex- looks like football. Exactly. You know? Or just run so, the ball. I yeah. mean, you're not going to get any, anywhere far because this is a passing league. Yeah. But at the end of the day. Anything's better than five interceptions in a game, so whatever. Uh, moving on, uh, the Bucks. I wanted to shout them out because they blew out your Warriors the other day. They did. 134 to 111. And the Warriors, I would just like to say, they are my second team. They are my JV team. <laughs> I'm still an Orlando Magic fan, just hoping and praying one day we'll get a uh, championship. I mean, it, it may it may be coming soon, but, you know, uh, Steph had to. Uh, although this was a, t- a good win for the Bucks, we have to un- we have to understand a couple things. Steph left the game uh, and did not return with a left abductor strain, so kind of like a groin injury, but not really. Um, yeah, I and mean, he was holding. It's it's weird that that weird machine at the gym that you always avoid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was holding that one spot where it works. You know that muscle. Yes. Yeah, so. I mean, it is it is a groin injury, but it, it's it's the muscle. So, yeah, um, yeah, we had to we had to kind of kind of set that straight. And Draymond Green did not play in that game. He had a strained toe, so sprained toe, I should say. So, yeah, as as much as I want to give credit to the Bucks for beating who was on the floor, the the you know the the Warriors are a very prolific team. They, they they do a lot, mm-hmm. um, even when they're injured. But let's just let's just be clear: some of the stars were not playing, and so it makes them human again. 
Yeah, but obviously, shout out to Giannis Antetokounmpo because he had 24 points, nine rebounds, four assists. So, you know, it, it's it's still a good win for the Bucks. I think that the Bucks are going to be a, without a doubt, a playoff team. Definitely. Um, they have some really good pieces there. I like their their rook. I'm really into their rook, the guy from Villanova. Yeah. I don't even know how to say his name properly. I mean, but, if um, you don't know how to say it, I definitely ain't going to try. <laughs> yeah, mean. but, I mean, he, he was the most valuable player of the tournament last year for the NCAA men's basketball tournament. I mean, I mean, it just, um, I, mean I don't even I don't even attempt to say Giannis Antetokounmpo. Bumpo, <laughs> close, I mean, very close. <laughs> I mean, I just that's just something I I do not pronounce names very well. So yeah, so so I, I brought up his name, Dante Divincenzo. I think it's Divincenzo. Are you sure the di is not silent? Um, no, I don't think it's the di that's silent. I think it's the c e n z o. It's not pronounced like that. Every time they pronounce it during a game, I'm like, who are you talking about? Oh yeah, Dante. So, anyways, we'll just, just call him Dante. Yeah, just we call know him Dante. we know Dante. Yeah, um, yo, he is. A lot of people call him White Dante because Dante <laughs> Dante is usually a black name. Yeah. But, um, no, well, like, now we're now we're we're we're, we're you know we're we're uh, expanding. We're expanding yes, the absolutely. you know just yeah. No, no, I I don't like calling him White Dante, but <laughs> all of the sports shows they're always like White White Dante White Dante. Interesting um, in a in a in a world that's uh that's. That's a little little triggered. It's, yeah, I know, right? Bringing race into it for yeah, no reason. It's interesting. Anyways, he's balling. He's doing a great job. I think that the Bucks are going to actually, uh, you know, make a little noise in the playoffs this year. I hopefully. think so. I think so. As long as as long as they start hitting, shooting, and hitting threes, mm-hmm. like they've been, like they've been doing the start of this year, they've actually improved their three point percentage. Because like like football, uh, basketball has evolved. It's not mm-hmm. like football. Uh, football is a passing league now. Like basketball is a three point league now. So yeah. you got to hit threes <laughs> in order to win games. Yes. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, and the Bucks can hit threes. They have some really good shooters around Giannis. Once, oh my goodness. Once Giannis actually develops a consistent three pointer, ooh, ooh, watch, watch out. out. Yeah, watch exactly. out. Well, that would do it for our shout outs. Let's get into this injury report. I'm in pain. I have injury. <sighs> You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look! Just a flesh wound. Injury report. Yes, going into the injuries. Um, a lot to go on this this fine Sunday afternoon. We are at week 10, which means uh, we, are, we are past the halfway point of the season, and everybody's banged up. And I mean everybody from uh, the center of every football team to the water boy and the equipment manager. They're all banged up <laughs> uh, at this point. Uh, but we're going to start with the Saints. The Saints, again, and Marcus Davenport, he has a toe injury. He is out for the season. And Des Bryant, their they're recently acquired wide receiver, uh, he's out for the, with an Achilles injury. More to come during the show. Uh, moving on, uh, Eagles' Sidney Jones, quarter, uh, cornerback. He was he is our our very good nickel corner. Uh, he is out for the, uh, for the for the game, uh, as long as as well as uh, Jalen Mills, who is the starting corner uh, on the outside. He is out for the game. Darren Sproles, we wanted him to start. He wanted him to go, but uh, he tried to go this week and reaggravated that hamstring injury, so he is out of the game. Um, uh, going on with Josh Sweat, our 
our outstanding rookie on the defensive line. Uh, he's questionable with a hip injury, and Lane Johnson, our offensive tackle, uh, right tackle, is out with a knee. Uh, is questionable with a knee injury. Excuse me. Moving on to the 49ers. Ruben Foster, the outstanding Alabama linebacker that came out a couple years ago, he is out with a hamstring injury. These hamstrings are killing folks. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Uh, Pierre Garçon, 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 uh, wide receiver with a knee injury. He is out of. He is out for the game, and I don't even know how to say his first name. Jacquees, uh, Jack, Jacquees, Jack. Jaquiski, Jaquisk, uh, Tarked. He's a, uh, the starting safety for the 49ers. He's out with a shoulder injury. Uh, moving on, the Redskins. Redskins, Chris Thompson. He has ribs. He has a rib injury. Uh, he is out for the game. Uh, moving with left tackle Trent Williams. He is has a dislocated thumb, and we talked about him last week. He is out for the second straight uh, week in a row. They might be out for a little while because that offensive line was decimated uh, last last week. Yeah, that's a shame. Redskins are actually doing work. They were. I mean, the, now everybody's not giving them a chance. But then again, we talked about, you know, we're going to talk about later in the show how t- the Titans didn't have a chance. But then they kind of messed up the, the Dallas Cowboys. So don't ever count anybody out in the National Football League. Um, Jameson Crowder, the wide receiver. Uh, he is questionable with ankle injury and Marvin, uh, Morgan Moses, offensive tackle. Another another big hit on the offensive line is questionable with a knee injury. Uh, lastly, for the Redskins, Quentin Dunbar. He is, has a shin injury. We talked about it before. He's played last week, and he's uh, questionable to go this week, so I expect him to play as well. Moving on, the Jags. My, my Jags. I... I uh, your Jags. My Jags. I like that Jags <laughs> defense. That Jags defense is dope. Um, AJ Boye, that outstanding nickel or outside corner, I should say, for them. He's out of the game with a uh, calf injury. Quentin Meeks is the nickel corner that, that they have, the outstanding nickel corner they have. He's out with a knee injury. David Greenwich, the tight end, uh, he's out with a knee injury or questionable with a knee injury. Um, Lorente, 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 McCray, a defensive end, with, is out is questionable with a hamstring injury. Uh, also with uh, moving on with the Jags, James O'Hannis O'Shannessy, O'Shannessy. I like that name. Gotta be Irish. <laughs> O'Shannessy, uh, tight end. He has a hip injury and he's questionable to play in the game as as well as Telvin Smith, the outstanding linebacker out of the Florida State University. Uh, it's questionable with a shoulder injury. So just do, wanted to shout they, that out. Do there. they say that now? The Florida State <laughs> University? No, I say <laughs> even though we're not the, we're they Florida State University. <laughs> who they? Who they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who they are. <laughs> Moving on, the Bucks, uh, outstanding uh, running back from US, US, USC, uh, Ronald Jones. He is out with a hamstring injury. These hamstrings are killing him. And Vinny Curry, um, he's out with an ankle injury as well for the Bucks. Uh, moving on with the Jets. Sam Darnold, their number one pick uh, this year. He is out with a foot. He's doubtful with a foot injury. Uh, he, I doubt we'll see him playing in the game today. As, long, as well as their 
uh, center, Spencer Long. He's doubtful with a knee injury. Moving forward, the Browns. We can we can talk about the Browns because the Browns have superstars now. Actually, they've always had superstars. They just never were any. Their front office yeah, is not it's, it was not very good. That's crazy. why. <laughs> uh, the Browns. David Ninjoku. 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 I guess is how you say it. Uh, he is has a knee injury. He's questionable. Uh, Joseph Scobert. Uh, Scobert. I say. I say. I think Scobert. Linebacker. He is uh, questionable with an ankle injury. Desmond Ward, the outstanding Ohio State prospect that came out uh, this like last year. I think it was last year. Uh, hip injury. He is questionable to play in today's game. Moving on. Uh, your Colts. Um, Ryan Hewitt, <laughs> tight end, ankle. He is out for the game. Uh, Michael Mitchell, uh, safety. He's been around the league for quite a some time. He's moved around several teams. He is out with a calf injury. And Eric Swoop, Swoop. I think it's yeah, Swoop. Tight end, knee injury. He is out for the game. That's a lot of injuries, man. A lot. <laughs> Football is a dangerous sport. Let me take a breath. (laughs) (sighs) All right, second half. Um, Seahawks, Chris Carson, running back. He has a hip injury. He is questionable to play in in today's game, as well as K.J. Wright, that outstanding linebacker from the Legion of Boom. He is questionable to play in the game, which I'm pretty sure he he will because he's played the last couple weeks with the questionable uh, demarcation. So, yes. We'll see. He's a he's a tough guy. He'll, he'll tough it out. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not it's a good decision, I, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> Moving on to the Cowboys. Ugh. Uh, Tavon Austin, wide receiver. He is out with a groin injury. Um, I don't know how you say that name. D- uh, Vendentes, Vendente, Vendente. I think they call him Taco Charlton. That's uh, that's how they say it. It's just Taco Charlton. That's, that's how you say it. Yeah, you got to give somebody like that a nickname. Um, he is a defensive end. Also, he is out with a shoulder injury. Uh, David Irving, their outstanding defensive end as well. They have a bunch of defensive ends out. Uh, ankle injury. He's out. Sean Lee. Oh gosh, that's he needs never to retire. Good. That's never good. <laughs> he is retired because this is this is the what the fourth or fifth season that he's. Not going to finish the season with a, a, a all the way through. Um, he is out with hamstring injury again. Joe Thomas, another linebacker from them, there he has a foot injury. He is out. Offensive guard uh, Connor Williams, he is has a knee injury and he is out of the game as well. So they are decimated. Uh, the Cowboys are. Uh, I guess after that, I mean, it's coming off a bye too. Well, sort of. Uh, Randy Gregory, the outstanding defensive end. He is questionable to play tonight with a knee injury. And uh, guys, Jeffrey or yeah, Jeffrey. That's a weird, weird, weird <laughs> way to spell Jeffrey. Swam tight end. He is questionable with a knee injury. You want to take your Bengals, man? You want to do your Bengals? Yeah, let's uh, get into these Bengals. Thank God, Vontez Perfect, the uh, calm down, bro. horrible linebacker, down, has a bro. hip. <laughs> injury and he's out i'm sorry i just don't like vontez perfect i think he's a dirty player he is but no i'm i'm, I'm sad that he's out and he can't play because that's gonna make our defense really really bad <laughs> if it wasn't bad enough dark west denard uh cornerback has got a st- steno stab- clavicular yes 
And so ten bucks, uh, ten, <laughs> ten points to uh, for you to tell me what a sternoclavicular is. Sternoclavicular. Um, that has to do with his clavicle. Yes. Um, on the sterno side. Yes. <laughs> Which so is the front. Yes. So okay. it's in the middle. So it's your sternoclavicular joint right there. Context right clues, there. everybody. Context Boom. clues. That's what AP does for you. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Adriel Green, the wide receiver that we have, is uh, out as well with a toe injury. Tyler Croft, um, the only tight end because, of course, Eifert is hurt. Um, <laughs> so now he's out too. <laughs> yeah, now we have Tyler Croft out with a knee injury. Joshua Malone, wide receiver, also has a hamstring injury. Um, Nicholas Vir- Virgil, excuse me, Vigil. Uh, he's a linebacker and he has a knee injury as well. And unfortunately, Giov- Giovanni Bernard, ah, man, one of our best running backs um, that really gives us a change of pace. He is out with a or he's questionable, questionable. with a knee inju- injury. Excuse me. Yes. I'm moving on to the Dolphins. We're almost done, folks, I think. Um, Theo Larson. He is uh, offensive guard. He is doubtful to play with a neck injury. You'd never want to play with these neck injuries. Um, quarterback Ryan Tannehill, he is sidelined with a, uh, throwing a right shoulder injury. Uh, Christian Alonzo, is it Christian Alonzo? I, th- I think they has a nickname for him. Um, he is questionable with an ankle injury. He's an outstanding linebacker, uh, that Philadelphia had a little while ago. Um, a key, a Jaheim Grant wide receiver. One of the fastest wide receivers I've seen besides Tyreek Hill. Uh, he is questionable with an Achilles. You don't want to play with those either. Um, <laughs> Jawan James, the uh, out, out, outstanding offensive tackle they have. He's a knee, knee injury. He's questionable, as is Laramie Tunsil. He's not as outstanding, but he is still a very valuable part of what they do. Uh, he is questionable as well with that with the same knee injury. Moving on to those Bills that we were talking about. Gotta love the Bills. <laughs> Derek Anderson, the quarterback that was fantastic a couple couple weeks ago, even though they lost the game. Uh, he is still out with concussion protocol. I think it's a, he's conspiracy. You want to play that conspiracy music real quick? Oh, uh, I have here we go. Got a conspiracy. I think he's faking the concussion so he doesn't have to play <laughs> for the Bills. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, a, it's just. Oh my that. goodness, my head hurts, guys. My <laughs> head hurts. I don't think I can do it. I'm not. I, I'm. Just, I'm totally. I. I would be serious about that. Like it's. He doesn't want to play for the Bills. He. He's done. He's done here. Uh, <laughs> Charles Clay, the, the tight end, the big tight end that they have, he's out for the game with a hamstring injury. Josh Allen, the quarterback that they got in the first round this year, he is. Uh, questionable to return with a right elbow or throwing hand injury. Um, they are speculating that he will be back by week 12. So hopefully they can actually get get a spark from him. And Chris Ivory, that outstanding running back, he is questionable with a shoulder injury. Moving on to those, pat, uh, those Pats, those Patriots. Rob Gronkowski, the outstanding tight end. He is questionable with an ankle injury. Uh Hightower, I have no idea how to say his first name. So we're just gonna say that. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's Dante. Quaylen. Yeah. Uh, he is the linebacker outstanding. He is questionable with a knee injury. Shaquille Mason, offensive guard. He is questionable with a calf injury. 
that's a big loss if he can't go. I mean, he he's he's they got they had they they put some money into him. Um and Sony Michelle, uh that great running back out of uh Georgia. Georgia he is questionable to go with a knee injury. Moving to those Packers. The Packers, uh Kevin King, their cornerback, outstanding cornerback. Uh he is out with a hamstring injury. Brian Balaga, uh the offensive tackle, he's been on this injury report several times. He is questionable with a knee injury. One of Aaron Rodgers' most valuable wide receivers, Randall Cobb, is the run the wide receiver is questionable with a hamstring injury and Blake Martinez, that uh, linebacker that lines up next to what's his face, the one with the, the long hair, he is questionable with an <laughs> ankle injury. <laughs> the one that they say uh, eats up quarterbacks and spits them out for lunch. Clay, yeah, he's big guy. Yeah, moving on to the uh, to the uh, Cardinals. Sorry, excuse me, uh, Robert Nincondici. Uh, this the end is silent. Kendichi, Kendichi, yeah. Uh, defensive tackle. I think we wanted him in Philadelphia, but they didn't want to trade him. He is out with a calf injury, so I'm glad we didn't get him. Um, <laughs> Chad Williams, the wide receiver, he is out with an ankle injury. Jermaine Gresham, tight end, back. He's questionable. Buddha Baker, the safety, the standing safety, he is qu- uh, questionable with a foot injury. Uh, Jay's. Jason, Jason, Boston, uh, safety. He is questionable with a chest injury. I don't know. How you do that. I guess it's a bruised chest. I don't. I don't. Or I don't know. Um, yeah, I can see that happening. Safety is hit hard. I mean, but safety is supposed to want to give the hits, not uh, take hits. But it's it's fine from uh, running backs. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> um, Mike Upati, Uh He is the offensive guard, outstanding guy. Uh, he is questionable with a back injury, and Justin Pugh, another uh, offensive guard, has a hand injury, so he's questionable. Moving on to those Chiefs. It's, off, oh, it's crazy. Oh, those oh. Chiefs. Uh, Anthony Hitchens, uh, outstanding linebacker. He is questionable with rib injuries. Justin Houston, another outstanding linebacker, is questionable with a hamstring injury. This is probably why that defense is 31st in the league as far as their <laughs> rankings because they have no linebackers. Um, Daniel Sorensen, the safety, has questionable with a knee injury. And your boy, Sammy Watkins, he is the wide receiver, outstanding wide receiver out of Clemson. He is questionable with a foot injury. Oh, that really hurts Mahomes. He's been a pretty big target. Oh, man, you got, you got Patrick. You got Patrick, uh, not Patrick, um, uh, Tyreek Hill, and you've got uh, what's the name? Hunt. Kelsey. Kelsey. You got Kelsey too, but you got Hunt too. Hunt. Hunt is what makes that. Yeah, but run. I mean, Watkins was definitely the number two. He's def. Yeah, well, number two I'd say he's number wide one. receiver. I would Watkins. Say he's number one. Yeah. Over Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Oh. Ty- uh, Watkins is a, is a true wide receiver. Yeah, I agree. But Tyreek Hill gets most of the targets. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's faster than everybody. So. Oh uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, moving on to the Titans. Uh, Tawan Taylor, the wide receiver, he is questionable with a knee injury. <coughs> Excuse me, Benny Logan, uh, outstanding defensive tackle. We had him a couple few years ago. He is questionable with a knee injury. Uh, Tajay Sharp, I guess is how you say his name. He is questionable with an ankle injury. 
And finally, we've come to the end of our our uh, our list after the Chargers. Joey Bosa, outstanding Bosa. defensive end out of the Ohio State University. Yes, he is out with a foot injury. <laughs> um, and Trevor Williams, the cornerback. He is questionable with a knee injury. So, yes, we ran through pretty much the whole NFL in, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. There's a lot going on, a lot of injuries um, that are really kind of hurting teams that are in the hunt for the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. really does suck. But uh, we hope that everybody plays. All those questionable people actually uh, get into the game and make an impact. Exactly. Let's get into the headlines of the week. Daily headlines. Daily headlines. So we're gonna start it off with some MLB news. What? What? Uh, Off-season baseball. Yes. Like us. Subscribe. Yes. Oh, plug. Plug. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. Like all the baseball people that don't uh, think we cover enough baseball. Oh, we'll cover off-season baseball, off-season. baby. How you like that? How you like that? <laughs> exactly. I get that bit. You like that? You like, you like that. that? Yeah, I got. We were already that. talking about football. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hard for us to talk about baseball, people. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Harper. He's he's uh, uh uh what is he? Outfielder? I think he's no outfielder. He's a yeah. He's a he's an outfielder. I think he's a center fielder. Yeah, I think that's what I read. Um, he rejected. A 10-year, $300 million deal, guys. $300 million. Um, Show me the money. $300 million. But I know I can tell you why he probably rejected it. The next sentence will help everybody reject something at some point. Why, had, Hubert? Because he had a no-opt-out uh, a clause in his contract. So that means, for those who don't know... He had no power <laughs> in leaving if he wanted to. Yes, he would have to be traded or I don't even know how cuts work in baseball, but he would have to be cut or demoted. Well, I mean, yeah, he he had no power to, to, to control his destiny. Mm-hmm. And at $300 million, he could have my life for 10 years. I don't care. <laughs> that's a lot of money. That's $300 million. Yeah, that's a lot take, of money. Take my life. Just take, just take my life. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, he he decided he didn't want to do that, so he was he was for some for, uh, for some this is the backstory. He's uh, first round all first all around pick in 2010 to the Nationals, um, but the Nationals he I guess he's they were wanting to trade him to or he wanted to make a deal with the Astros. I don't know how that worked, but the uh, Nationals vetoed that that deal, so he will become a free agent at the. I guess when the when the when the deadline hits. So yeah, um, I'm just still hung up on a 300 million dollars. Like I'm just like, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's no, that's no. normal baseball salaries. Baseball doesn't have a salary cap, so there you go. So you they just crazy they just they pour money into whatever. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so how, Kyler, that's how it should be. Kyler Murray from uh from Oklahoma. Stop playing football now. Just just end your football <laughs> career here and just go to the majors. You'll get a three hundred million dollar contract immediately. Yeah, and honestly, like it, the contracts in baseball just make me gasp. <laughs> like it, it's crazy when you see all of these. Um, if you work your way into that superstar role, 
Um, and Tyler's a superstar, no matter where he goes. Oh, okay, okay, hype, hype machine. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, yeah. If you if you work yourself into that superstar role, I, you can definitely get these huge, huge contracts. I remember Roger Clemens, I believe, got like a twenty five million dollar uh, two year deal or one year deal. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like it, it's insane, like Jordan style money, like it, it's crazy. Interesting. Um, and speaking about um, Jordan style money, uh, Clayton Kershaw has just officially signed, um, I think about a week ago, with the Dodgers. He will remain with the LA Dodgers. A three years, $93 million contract. Boo! <laughs> it's so funny because I was going to say congratulations to him, but yeah, go, okay, go in. What, what do you think about Clayton <laughs> Kershaw signing this deal? Again, like we talked about when we were. Uh in our pregame, or pre, I want to say pregame, pre-show, our pre-show, <laughs> our pre-show meeting, we talked about how Crenshaw is the the LeBron James negative two <laughs> meaning he can always get to the big games, but he can never win them. So yes, I mean, I just ninety three million dollars is great, but the Dodgers need a need a need a victory soon. Yeah. Um, they 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 had it in the bag. Well, again, they played the the Red Sox, which I don't think anybody could touch the Red Sox in a million years, especially this team. Yeah, that team was ridiculous. Like, they were just they were just they were just amazing. But yeah, I just I just think I don't know the the he needed to move on. It's time to move on at that point. And yeah, I don't know. I I just yeah, I don't I know. Don't, if it's I don't a good- like it. I don't, I don't like know. If, yeah, I don't know if it's a good fit for them anymore, right. especially since Clayton Kershaw has been hurt. Right, and so like playing, paying a guy like that who's been hurt has still been pretty dominant. I mean, he definitely had a, a decent season. Um, he did play a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Win loss, he was nine and five this year with an ERA of two point seven three. So not one of his best years, but he definitely was available to them. Um, I think after a, an injury stint at the beginning of the season. Right. Um, I think he was on actually on our injury report earlier. Yes, he um, was. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess it's it's okay, but his postseason has been really um, – what's the word? It, it's disappointing. Subpar. Yeah, subpar. It's, it's just not the best postseason that he could have. He was in the World Series. He was 0-2 in his starts with an ERA of 7.36, and it's like, come on, man. You got to give me better than that. If you're considered one of the greatest in the game – um, Is you got to give me more than that. <laughs> well, yeah, he's won um, Cy Youngs. Um, people always say he's one of the best pitchers out there, well, up there with the Verlanders. He's in that upper echelon of uh, pitchers. Chris mm-hmm. Sale. Well, I will. I I don't know. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna. What I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna go in on that. He's been a Cy Young winner in the National League um, three times. Well. So. I guess it's like it's equivalent to being a uh, pro NFL pro bowler. Yeah. So it yeah. is what it is. But No, good for him. Good for him. I, I'm happy that he's got the money. I just hope that he actually does something for the Dodgers because the Dodgers, I think, have a decent team. But They do. But, uh, yeah, the Red Sox were like light oh years goodness. ahead of everybody. I, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe what they were this year. Juggernaut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and the juggernaut in Chicago, Chris Bryant, He's he was the MVP uh, of the NL League, I think two years ago when they won, two or three years ago when they won the championship, the World Series championship. Um, and he's actually on the trading block. Apparently, general manager Theo Epstein has been listening to offers on almost every player on the Cubs roster. And he said that moving Chris Bryant would not be uh, something that, you know, he would immediately shudder. He would actually listen to talks. 
So that's a big one. Chris Bryant, in in my opinion, is kind of the anchor, the center of that um, Cubs lineup. And so we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. It's definitely going to be an interesting offseason in well, baseball. Yeah, well, this this isn't uncommon because, you know, a lot of teams, when they don't restrict, I mean, the Cubs won, what, three years ago, two years ago? Yeah, I think it was 2015. And um, when things don't shake out the way that you wanted to, even if you have the nucleus of your team back, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of owners will try to shake things up a bit. Yes. So they'll be like they they would say, "Oh, it, you know what? You even though you're the best player on the team, I don't think anybody's following you. You're not a leader. So mm-hmm. we're gonna shop you around. We're gonna we're gonna change the scenery, change the scenery. Yeah. Get younger, get fresh. Get you know get some people that will buy into the system a little bit more. Um, so I think this was what kind of what the kind of what the deal was here. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's not saying anything about Chris Bryant no. because Chris Bryant is is a I don't know if he's a very vocal leader, but he's definitely somebody that has bought into the system, um, Joe Madden's right system and Theo Epstein and what they're doing, and he's kind of a guy that just kind of keeps his head down and and does as much work as possible. The only thing is he wasn't doing a ton of work this season, right? So so, so yeah. that that may be I think performance has a lot more to do with it than anything else. I, mean, I think. Joe um, Theo Epstein realizes, hey, I got to compete with the Red Sox. I got to compete with New York and John exactly. Carlos Stanton. So exactly. So he just wants to get more talent on the team. I mean, it's it's like it's like what uh, what uh, I guess one of my favorite Uncle Shay says all the time. Uncle Shay, he says, uh, sports is a, is a, is is a job opportunity that you always have to update your resume every time you step on the field. Yep. You update your resume every single day that you come into practice. You step on the field. You perform. You know, there's no. I'm gonna laminate my piece of paper and give it to you know <laughs> in my in my interview. No, I mean yeah. it's your resume is right there for everybody to see. So yeah, the only thing that sticks are awards, right? And exactly. though, even those awards are not necessarily what you did yesterday. It could right. be years ago. So uh, just really quick, a couple corrections. Bryce Harper is a right fielder. That's his natural position. And uh, the Cubs won the World Series in 2016. There we go. So let's clean it up. Got to clean it up a little bit, right? Got to. And uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves cleaned up their roster. Clean it up. Their scandal that has been going on for, oh my goodness, what, three months at this point? Yes. Two months at this point? Yes. So Jimmy Butler has finally been traded. Congratulations, Minnesota. Congratulations. Work so hard, forgot how to vacation. Well, I mean, none of them are vacationing right now, but yes, they. I think the Timberwolves might be vacationing. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Wiggins definitely is vacationing right now. Uh, yes, uh, they agreed to a trade this past, or I guess it was Friday or Saturday, um, that Jimmy Butler is going to the 76ers and they are going to also receive Justin Patton. And the Wolves will receive Robert Covington, which is all, he was an All Pro defensive uh, player in the NBA, uh, along with Daro Saric and yep. Jared uh, Blayless, and also a second a twenty 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 two second round pick. So, is that a lot? In I was gonna say that I I don't think that Philly. I, they I wish give they could have. No, I think they did. They did. They gave up I a lot. They gave, I think that Dario Saric, Saric um, fit really well into Philly's scheme, and I think that Covington uh, fit fit really well into their scheme but, as well. But if you look at it, they gave up a defensive player and an offensive player. 
for a guy that plays defense and offense. No, so, no, no, I, yes, I, I do agree that um, Jimmy Butler is an upgrade for the team. Yes. Now I worry about their depth. You know, yeah, now I worry I about their that. their bench and everything like that because um, Saric had been in the starting line lineup a little bit, but he usually, I feel like he usually comes off the bench. He plays about twenty minutes, and yeah. then Covington was more of a starter. Um, he had great length and he could hit threes and stuff like that. And so I think I think Jimmy Butler is definitely an upgrade. I just worry about the chemistry now. They're right. gonna they're gonna have to make it work, and I hope that Jimmy Butler is not. He doesn't bring that attitude that he had in Minnesota with him. Right. Because that could just kill the whole thing. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I I just – I don't like the Robert Covington trade because, I mean, yeah, like you said, it, it fit really well. Everybody else, I'm okay with them trading, honestly. I mean, yeah, Sarge is a three-point threat and everything, but Jimmy Butler is a player, bro. Yeah, like like I, I think that Philly needed a wing, a really really good wing player, and, and that, that's what they're getting, right? And and like Stephen A. Smith said, he is a dog. <laughs> like this guy is gonna work and work and work, and especially with the with the um, the record that he have now. I mean, you put the record up here, one and six away, like on the road, mm-hmm. and seven and zero at home. I mean, you got to that's not that's not the formula to get into the playoffs. No, it not really at all. isn't. You got to be able to win games on the road. Exactly. So, 76ers I, had to make a trade, I think. Yeah, they and, had to do something. And you need and you need somebody that's going to tell um our their outstanding uh guard Ben Simmons, look, you need to you need to form a jump shot. Something <laughs> something needs to happen to where you're forming a jump shot cuz I am tired uh, I'm not gonna be the one to to pick up the slack when you they double you. <laughs> well, on the on the outside, I or on the think, inside or whatever. I think this helps Ben Simmons a ton. I think Ben Simmons can work on playmaking and being in the right spot and have Jimmy do all of the ISO work or all of the um, uh, creative work to get his own shot off. And I think you're gonna see a lot of backdoor cuts by Ben Simmons, and he's just gonna shoot layups basically and have an eighty percent free uh field goal percentage. Oh yeah, but I mean that that in the grand scheme of things that helps the seventy sixers, but it doesn't help Ben Simmons as a player. Yes, he no, needs no, no. To, down the line he still needs to Yes, he needs to develop, develop that shot. So yeah. I don't know. I think I think uh it was a it overall was a good trade for both teams. I mean, Timberwolves are gonna be in the playoffs either way. I mean they have Cat and they have Wiggins and they have just outstanding players. Um, I don't know. I, I think it all kind of depends on what's going on with Houston and LA. Houston is 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 on. I don't know what's wrong with Houston right now. <laughs> we'll get into them later. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I don't know about Timberwolves in the, the playoffs. I think that they might make it, but now that Jimmy's gone, it's it's going to be a very interesting season for the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. We will continue watching. Timber Wolf Watch. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> the Wolf Watch. The Wolf Watch. <laughs> but yeah, great trade for 76ers. I think that they win in that. I think they gave up a little too much, but they they won. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it plays out the end, by the end of the season. Yeah. Moving, Moving, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Moving on to the uh, college ranks. Men's basketball has officially started. It is here, folks. That tournament is only six months away. <laughs> <laughs> March Madness is almost here. Um, no, so th- obviously there's a lot to talk about as far as who's who's really the contenders, who are uh, all the rankings. Yeah, pretenders, all the <laughs> rankings that have come out. But we just kind of want to highlight two of the things that we saw that we that really stuck out. Uh, do you want to take the Oregon? Yeah, so I could take. I could. I could uh, talk about Bol Bol, the seven foot. I guess they list him as seven foot two. I list him seven foot three because I hear conflicting 
reports about it. But I'm just going to pick the higher number. Um, <laughs> the seven foot three forward guard center. I don't know. He's all three of them. <laughs> I, 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 he's all three of them. He's a, he's a freshman. He, he's, he, he has the handles of a guard. He has a shot of Kevin, uh, uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, the moves of, uh, 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 Anthony Davis. Like this guy is, is, is legit. Like legit. He had four blocks in the game. Uh, I think it was what early this week, uh, against Eastern Washington. He scored 23 points. Uh, he was 56% from the field. Uh, 12 rebounds. Again, he had four blocks. Uh, they beat Eastern Washington 81 to 47. This guy. Yep. Is gonna be a he's gonna be fun for coaches when he gets to the NBA. Like, yeah, they're all. I mean, is is that the evolution evolution of the game again? Like, you know, we have the three pointers now, and now we're having big men that can that can that can handle the ball as po- like point guards. Yes, like it's crazy. Yeah, no, it, it's it's absolutely amazing to see what he can do at his size. And um, I I don't know. I I think. That's going to be the hard part, right? He's an Anthony Davis. I think that right. that comparison that you made to Anthony Davis was perfect. Uh, he really reminds me of him and his ability. Um, the next step for him is just putting on weight because right yeah. now he's a little skinny. Yeah, if, if he <laughs> right puts on a little skinny. muscle, put a little muscle mass, he'd be unstoppable. Like it, it's it's really it's really looking good for him. I, I just want to. I'm just going to keep keep a, a, a close eye on this kid going through his what. Well, he, only, he can only do one year and go to the pros. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's basically one and done for yeah, him. So, and his I mean, father, Manute Bold, um, played in the NBA. So, right. yeah, it's definitely one and done for him. So, we'll see. We will see. Um, Duke also played a basketball game this week, if a you haven't heard. Game. A basketball game. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest basketball games. Uh, this was a, a... Who did they beat? <laughs> they beat the Blue Bloods, Kentucky. Whoa. Um, that That's huge. Um, so, I... I don't know. Like, I, everybody knows that Zion Williamson went to Duke, um, and he's going to be the big kind of superstar of this, uh, NCAA run this year, this season. And, uh, he, he did not disappoint. Duke ended up beating Kentucky 118 to 86. And, uh, Zion Williamson had 28 points, seven rebounds, two assists, a bunch of monster dunk highlights, monster. even some passes. I mean, he's going to get sponsored by Monster because he's such a monster. <laughs> Seriously, like, guys, I know it's corny, oh but still, my goodness. He, <laughs> well, no, but it's very accurate. He, yeah, he can jump out the gym. Yeah, he's what six foot eight, six foot nine, two hundred and eighty pounds. Yes, uh, I think Steve Kerr said he was like LeBron, but bigger and he's like i don't even i didn't even know that um people that, could be that, that could exist yeah the, that athletic at that size yeah so um yeah it's, it's gonna be very interesting well, i see. mean if steve kerr didn't know that he should he should look, look no further than the nfl because the nfl has 350 pound guys that are that athletic although they can't jump that high <laughs> but they are they can run and they can hit so yes i mean he hasn't he hasn't seen the nfl yet yeah, you know, it was just he was talking about all the basketball yeah. intangibles, and yeah. Uh, yeah, Zion Williamson is just this this freak of nature, uh, very is. similar to the Greek freak, freak, um, very similar to Bowl Bowl. Yeah, I mean, he's seven three and moves like the way he does. Yes, hey, we're just seeing a new era, like you said, just a new era of players. A new era. Yeah, players that you can't pigeonhole them into one thing. No. Um, everybody's teaching the big men to dribble now. Everybody's teaching the big men to have a, a Euro step. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, and see, and see, that's that's the thing, which is why I I, I listen to a lot of my Eagles commentary, um, and a lot of the coaches, what they say is, they want players that are versatile. Yes. They don't stay in one position because the days of that are over. You have to be able to play multiple positions at once so you can be interchangeable. That's what makes you more talent uh, or more valuable than anything else in when it comes to sports. Yeah, you have to be a Swiss Army knife. Yes. You know, like you got to uh, and that that helps the player obviously because that means that you're you bring more to the table than just like what you used to. You right. know, I'm a wide receiver and that's all I could do. Right. When I played football, that was basically what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to play one position and that that's it. That's, that's all I do, coach. Uh, but really and truthfully, you're, you're valuable to the team if you're willing to play on the kickoff and Tyreek Hill returns kicks every now and then. Right. Um, and there's, you know, famously Deion Sanders played both sides of the ball for a little bit. Right. So, you know, like players like that, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. Um, Christian McCaffrey, we'll get into that game a little bit. Um, he's, the Swiss Army knife. Yeah. You can line him up. He reminds me of Brian Westbrook of the day, um, back in the day with Philly. Yes, yes. Uh, it's, 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 it's something when you can cast the ball out of the backfield, you can run up between the tackles, run between, not even the tackles, run between the, the guard and the center yep. and take a hit. Yep. Like, it's one thing you can line up to, uh, as, as a, as a wide receiver. Like, I mean, how do, how, how can, you you change defense. You change you change the philosophy of defenses so much mm-hmm. when you're when you're versatile, and that's what we're seeing here in the, in the NBA. Like Zion ba- or Zion or Williamson, he's um he's a uh, he, I don't know what he is. Like you can't classify him. Yeah. Is he a center? Like yep. he can he has center like qualities. He can he can rebound. He can protect the basket. Yes, uh, he's he big can, enough to rebound with any of exactly. the other guys. Exactly. I mean, he's he can post up. He can he's post up moves. He can shoot the three as a guard. He can handle. I mean, it's just yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, it blows my mind because you know we grew up in an era where you know you had Shaq. Shaq yes. was Shaq. Yes, he, he, <laughs> he did was one a, thing. He was a center, and he would rock the rim. That's it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Tim so, Duncan, same way. Exactly. So it, it's it's crazy. I I love where it's going. Yep. But it's it's hard to wrap my mind around my mind around it because it's that's how that's how we grew up. We saw these great these greats were great because they were in that position. Yes, and they only did this one thing, focused on this one thing, and that was that was their exactly. game. Exactly. And it's just it's changing, man. It, it, it's, to me, I like it. It. We always use the term, I think in football more than basketball, we, we always use the term X factor. Yes. And I think this is the true X factor. People like Tyreek Hill, people like Zion Williamson, people like LeBron James. Yes. You know, that's the ultimate X factor because you have no idea what that person is going to do. Exactly. At any given point in time. And the matchups, the matchups just favor them in so many ways. They can beat you big men. They can beat you little men. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't always matter. a mismatch. Exactly. It's always a mismatch. And uh, unfortunately for Des Bryant, uh, his <laughs> his match has been met met yes. this <laughs> oh, year. Jeez, oh, I am just not. I'm very sad for Des Bryant. Me he too. has, or like we said earlier, um, he has a Achilles injury. Um, this occurred after he signed that uh, six hundred thousand dollar one year deal with the New Orleans uh, Saints. Yes, and uh, the, the injury happened on the last play of practice, according to ESPN reports. I mean, he was actually carted off. So the MRIs confirmed what he's they thought. He's torn his ACL. Yeah. Or as, as Achilles, sorry. Yeah, he's torn his Achilles, possibly out eight months. 
Um, but however, the Saints are willing to play, stick with him, and possibly play him next year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they said that they liked what he saw, but they saw from him in his workout. Um, they did want him to lose a little bit of weight. Uh, they're saying that the weight aspect probably didn't have anything to do with it. I mean, it's it's hard. He not to think that he it, wasn't Kelvin Benjamin, right? He wasn't. He wasn't <laughs> over. I mean, for a wide receiver, for what they're going to ask him to do, because different teams ask different, different, different things of their of their players in the same position. So, like, you know, the ex receiver for uh, the Chiefs mm-hmm. can be uh, can ask can be asked to do a different role than the ex receiver for the Saints. Yeah, you know, the Chiefs probably want. Uh, a speedy receiver like Tyreek Hill, where the Saints want a taller, more lanky, more powerful receiver in in, in Michael Thomas. I mean, it 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 all depends on what the system requires of them. But you know, Des, uh, I don't think he was that much overweight. But <laughs> or well, honestly though, we've seen this lately, right? Eddie Lacy famously was overweight when he reported to um to camp right uh for the packers way back in the day right and so yeah well it happens if you're even players who played in the recent season and technically had all this time in the off season to get ready have right. reported to camp overweight right and des didn't get the chance to go to otas didn't get the chance to work out with the, any sort of team so yeah we, that hinders you a little bit it really does yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I think he's not in football shape, which no. is, uh, I mean, what, what, what are you talking about? Week 10? Yes. Yeah. Week 10 in the NFL, it's hard for him to get up to speed. That's what I was going to be worried about, his conditioning. But yeah, clearly it was more than just more than that. A lot more. <laughs> but we, we, we hope, uh, we wish for a speedy recovery for him and hopefully he can, you know, get well soon and, um, come back and play next year. Yeah, without a doubt, I um, I would like to see the Saints. I would like to see Drew Brees with that many weapons. I yeah, because there's a bunch of wide receivers um, on the Saints that are actually injured right now. So it's kind of like, oh my goodness! Imagine if he had all of the weapons that he wanted, Michael exactly. Thomas and everybody else. Um, and uh, we actually mentioned this during the podcast last week because we were uh, kind of keeping the eye on the Rams versus the Saints game. Uh, the Saints actually ended up beating the Rams. I that did was, not see that coming. Yeah, that was that was that was a game. I tell you, it was a game. Lots and lots of points. I think it was like forty. <laughs> it was like forty-two or forty-five to thirty-five or something like that. Yeah, 30, 45 to thirty-five. So yeah, it was yep. it was it was one heck of a game. Drew Brees had himself a game. Uh, um, uh, Kamara, Alvin Kamara had himself a game. Look, Drew Brees had. 346 yard, uh, yards, four touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, two touchdowns, 82 yards carried. Um, it's just they they had themselves a game, man. Yeah, they definitely rocked the stadium in New Orleans. Um, that that whole home crowd advantage, I think, definitely played into it yes, a little bit. Yes, and um, they it was good. The Rams definitely came back. Uh, it was ugly early. It was. Um, 35 to 17 at the half right. and the Rams came back. So I give them credit for that. But yeah, the, the Saints put a number on them. I didn't see that coming put, and they put a, they, put a butt whooping they put on them. Put a butt whooping on them. So at this point in time, there are no undefeated teams in the uh, NBA or the NFL. Yeah. So, hey, that, that makes that, sense. That'll, that'll work. I like that'll it. That'll work. I like it. <laughs> that'll work. And um, Dallas is nowhere near an undefeated record <laughs> they are these, these cowboys man they are done in my opinion uh, they I mean, recently lost to the tennessee titans on monday night football 28 to 14 
that was a huge swing game for them. The record now stands at three and five. Well, I mean, the, they are done as far as they would be done as far as like the college playoff. It was, it was concern, it's concerned, but you know, we talked about this uh, before in our in our pre-show. Um, they can still win out the division and still technically get into the uh, playoff. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, they have two games against us. They have two games against the, the Redskins, I believe, and then they have one more game against the Giants. Um, they already beat the Giants. So they can technically, if they went out their division, just like us, we, the Eagles, we control our destiny uh, starting tonight with the Cowboys. So if we went out, we can, we can, we we will go, we will be able to go to the playoffs. So, uh, the season is not technically over for the the Cowboys, but if they get one more loss, then yes, we can we can go ahead and call it a wrap. Yeah, and what's really worrying to me is the uh, away record that we see here. Like the Cowboys are zero and four on the road, and again, we just talked about it with the Seventy Sixers. Uh, if you can't win on the road, that yeah. doesn't. You're not going to win anything. Yes. You're not going to make it to the playoffs or win the Super Bowl or win in the playoffs. I mean, that just that just happened because you're not going to get home court advantage with this with this uh, record. I yes. mean, and <laughs> if you can't win at, on the road uh, in the regular season, you're definitely not winning in the playoffs on the road. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's sad. I mean, the Cowboys were promising. You know, they they're America's team. They're the most <laughs> valuable. Team. They're the most valuable uh team in 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 pro football, heck, in, in sports. <laughs> I mean, that franchise is what worth over a billion dollars. But uh, the yeah, game last, last I checked, like three billion. Yeah, it's so crazy. uh, the game the Titans just put it to them. Like it wasn't a it wasn't a uh, uh, a very good it wasn't a very uh, uh spectacular game by Marcus Mariota but he was solid that's the biggest thing he was I would solid. argue that that's the most solid I've seen Marcus Mariota in a long time yeah. I mean he's been dealing with that injury where he can't feel his um he's he had like nerve damage yes. right yes yeah. so um Marcus Mariota that was 21 for 29 um, great completion percentage. Yes. 240 yards and two TDs. So, yeah, a little pedestrian, but he also had a, a rushing TD. So, three total TDs for Marcus Mariota. And um, it just it, it was a contrasting style because yeah. you saw that Marcus Mariota seemed to have time in the pocket. And yeah. it, when he didn't, he ran and, you know, he had 32 yards of worth of rushing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but as far as uh, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys... <laughs> he just had no time whatsoever in the pocket. His yeah, well, I mean, I want to say he Dak is is he was a little to use Skip's uh, 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 I guess verbiage again. He was a little deer in headlights. Like I mean, he's yeah. Dak doesn't throw down the field anyway, but when he gets pressure, he tends to throw it up. Um, he doesn't use his legs. He doesn't run around like he should. Uh, I think it, even either if it, it's, it's something to where he doesn't want to get hit or he doesn't want to make a, a mistake. And by not trying to make a mistake, he makes mistakes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. He was he was very good at protecting the ball and all this stuff. And then he had three turnovers, I believe, in, in last last week's game. So I don't know. Yeah. If you're going to get hit, at least try not to fumble. Right. <laughs> Please. I mean, you could tell the same thing to, to uh, Carson Wentz. Carson, Carson is a guy that, that likes to fumble when he gets hit. So, yeah. Um, 
those two quarterbacks have to have a lot of learning to do in that in that area. But yeah, there it's a combination of Dallas not knowing how to use Dak and Dak being a little bit out of sync and and not and and being kind of scared to to do what he's supposed to do. So I don't I don't know. Well, I'll say this: like Dak to me, I I was kind of high on his stock, but I, I wanted to see improvement. Right. And I have not seen improvement. Right. Honestly, I have not seen him him uh, just kind of take the steps that you think a sophomore quarterback would take. Right. Or I think this is his no, third, third year. Yeah. Third year. Yeah. So, you know, there are a lot of steps that you need to take. Um, try not to regress and, and just move forward. And I, I don't see that from Dak. Yeah. And I, I think he might end up getting his coach fired, which we, we discussed in the pre-show, whether or not Jason Garrett would actually make it through um, to the next season. So, baby. <laughs> we're putting out i think that jason, jason garrett will finish out his contract one more year on his contract so i think uh, we'll he will, see i think he will be done by the end of the year especially if the cowboys go either four and 12 or three and 13 or uh are five and 11 it doesn't matter like if yeah. they don't li- if they don't get to at least eight <laughs> yeah there, Jason Garrett will get will be fired by the end of the year. I guarantee okay. it. Okay, I I, th- I think that they could win six games and he'll keep his job. I mean, if they <laughs> if they stay hurt like the way like they are, I mean that defense was was legit until they all got hurt and now they're all hurt. So I don't know yeah. if they can sustain that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, that, I, that offense doesn't put that offense doesn't put points up on the board. They don't put, they don't score. Agreed, but I mean, they just need to win three more games and they'll have six wins, right? It's true. One of them is already a, a, kind of a given, the Giants. It's, it's true. It's true. So, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And I, I bet OJ, o, what's his name? OBJ. OBJ, yeah. Mm-hmm. OBJ, OBJ will not be uh, celebrating or doing anything crazy on the sidelines during that he game. He will be a cowboy in a couple of years. Ooh, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Oh, my goodness. Because OBJ lo- is a drama-driven person and... Dallas loves drama, so. Well, that, you know, we love drama here, too, and we like to. I, I like to live my life drama-free. <laughs> <laughs> but during the rapid-fire segment, we go in. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Hey, here we go. Rapid-fire. We know that you love it, so we're just going to get right to it. Celebrations in the NFL. Should the NFL have cracked down on them? I mean, we just had this iconic call out to Joe Horn by Michael Thomas this week. Uh, you know, the Randy Moss and the uh, uh, Depp, not Dez. Oh, my gosh. Terrell Owens, popcorn. Yep. Get your popcorn. How do you feel about these uh, NFL penalties on celebrations? Um, if the NFL wanted to put butts in seats, the best way to do it is by these celebrations because everybody wants to see a touchdown and see the players have fun. Uh, nobody wants to see a player score a touchdown and give the ball to the ref and run to the sideline. That's just that's that's. Who, what who if cares? I do? Well, then <laughs> I don't. I don't want to pay to see that. I want to see a full out entertainment and the, they dancing. Them dancing is entertainment to me. Yo, did you see the Seahawks for celebration? I did not. Oh my goodness, it was choreographed and everything. Ooh. <laughs> Moving on to Pittsburgh, uh, man. After that, lo- uh, that win, excuse me, against the Carolina Panthers, they really started to look like a Super Bowl contender. How do we feel about the dominance uh, of the Pittsburgh Steelers? They're looking very, very, very good. Uh, they're coming together at the right time of the season after the uh, after the second half. Um, consistency is my concern. 
the Ben Roethlisberger is a guy that can throw five touchdowns in one game and three interceptions the next. So <laughs> I, I I need him to be consistent and throw five touchdowns, four touchdowns, three touchdowns in every single game yes. going forward. Going forward, absolutely. Going forward for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have a big decision that's uh, looming. Le'Veon Bell, according to sources, is not expected to report before the deadline, making him ineligible to play this season. Uh, does that su- surprise you at all, Hubert? Like, was this his plan all along? Like, do you think James Conner affected everything that he was trying to do? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> uh, well, let me say no, yes, and yes. Um, it doesn't surprise me because a guy like that, I don't think... I think he did a great job in not showing up because if you're not if you're gonna franchise a guy that is proven to help you, mm-hmm. he wins games. He's he can take over a game, and you're not gonna pay him. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not yeah. gonna do it either. Uh, James Conner had a lot to do with it because he's outstanding right now. Outstanding. So, yeah, I, I just he it, is injured. Yeah, but yeah. He, yeah. I mean, man, I just they don't need him because <laughs> then you got Antonio Brown. You you can there's so many extensions of the of the run game that you can do. If if even if your running backs are hurt, so eh, yeah, that's what it is. No, I think that running game does help Ben a little bit, though. It does help helps him not um, turn the ball over so much. But we'll see. Le'Veon Bell losing over eight hundred thousand dollars a game by not reporting, Woo! and he doesn't care. So that's cool. I mean, he's got that money, though. Yeah, he's got that money. But somebody who doesn't have any money and may have ruined their career, Zach Moss, looking at you, the running back out of Utah. <laughs> this could be the dud of the week. He hurt himself getting into bed. He re-aggravated a knee injury. I, I, I just don't know what to say about this. How do you feel about it, Hebrew? There, there's nothing to say. Like, I mean, I've I've aggravated my ankle. I've uh, I've twisted my ankle and and rolled my ankle getting out of bed a couple times. Yep. So I understand his pain. At the same time, that's it. <laughs> Speechless. That's it. <laughs> Speechless. No, I get it. I mean, we've heard of players injuring themselves in the shower and stuff like that. That makes a little more sense. Injuring yourself getting into bed, that is just uh, conspiracy I mean, corner how, type stuff. How tall is your bed that you have to you have to injure yourself? Like I don't I don't I don't Maybe he has it. a bunk bed that he had to kinda like pole vault himself <laughs> into. I I, I don't stairs know. for that. I mean I can't say a lot because I injure myself just by <laughs> tossing and turning in bed. <laughs> but he's like pop, pop, pop. And who somebody who cannot pop any three pointers right now, Carmelo uh, Anthony of the Houston Rockets. It's just, oh man, I saw a highlight there where he was just missing everything. He had two points and it was a gold tend. He didn't even actually put the ball in the bucket. Oh my goodness. Reports are saying that the Rockets are interesting in um, talking over his role and trying to get him to, uh, I don't know, potentially just fit in a little better. Do you think this is the end of their so-called marriage? Uh, yes. I mean, Carmelo needs to hang it up. It's about that time. Uh it didn't work out in, in in OKC. It's not working out in the Thunder. I mean, it's just or in the Rockets. I just he doesn't fit anywhere that he's been. Is it that he's been? He, he just he holds the ball. Movement stops. Everything is just is just is just. There's no there's no movement. So why the the the, the NBA is moving towards uh, 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 assist three point league. When you yeah. can't when you can't help your team get three pointers and, and set them up or whatever, then you're not you're not worth the team. 
Yeah, the Rockets uh, lost to the Thunder. Last night, they lost to the Spurs. I was watching a piece of that game, and it, that movement, that chemistry is nothing compared to last year. No. So we will see what happens there. Davidson, moving on to the college football ranks. Davidson, the Davidson Wildcats uh, rushed for 789 yards in a loss to San Diego. Uh, the Torrios. Am I saying that Torrios, right? Torrios, yes. Torrios. Um, they, <laughs> they would be in the, the shout-out section, but guess what? They, they lost. lost. Yeah. <laughs> so what is what is uh, made of – what do you make of a team that gets to that milestone and loses? Um, that's it. They got to the milestone and they lost. Let's just move on. <laughs> that's, that's about it. it. There's nothing else you can There's say about that. Say about 789 it. yards, you should that's be winning. That's a lot of yards. Yeah. Rushing okay. yards, which means you should control the clock, which means if you're up – I don't. There's so many conclusions you can get to that. Yeah, but you got to punch it in, man. That's it. The uh, Patriots had a total of 600 yards in that Super Bowl they lost. That's it. <laughs> what is to make of the Kings still playing their game, um, even with the poor um, breathing conditions? We talked about the fire that was happening in California. LeBron James and JaVel McGee said that the smoke affected them in their Saturday night games. I mean, they're indoors. I mean, I can get the, how the, the air condition and all that stuff or whatever they had going on the smoke and get into it and it can affect them a little bit um but at the end of the day they're professionals so they pay you to play play yeah not shut up and dribble just play just play just yeah play. and um i remember that during the finals a couple years ago that the heat was ridiculous like the air condition wasn't yeah. working in the san antonio spurs arena and yeah they said that affected them so i could see it but you you gotta play you, you gotta, gotta play. go through and play and can we again revisit what Tristan Thompson said about the Cavaliers uh, possibly making it to the Eastern Conference Finals and them being the big bad bullies of the East? They are now 1-11. Should they just quit basketball? Yes. <laughs> yes. Completely 100% yes. They should just send everybody home and, and cancel the rest of the season because that is just, that is just, I don't, I don't know. I, I yeah, it's not looking good for them. There, but Trist then again, they're going to get a first round pick. So yeah, yay! Like they did last week, last year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that will do it for our rapid fire segment. We hope you enjoyed that. We're going to do a quick little plug here. You can find us at YDKJ Podcast on Twitter. You can also email us YDKJPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to check out some blogs that we've written, ma mainly Hubert, I have yet to <laughs> put up a blog, but that will change. That will change soon. Um, but yeah, you can find us ydkjpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe. As always, we appreciate you listening. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, or SoundCloud. And don't worry, we're gonna, we're gonna post a, a, a blog here pretty soon of how we are gonna fix college football. Oh, that's a great tease. I think we've got it, ladies and gentlemen. I think we've done it. It's solved. It's, it's in the bag. Nobody can argue with what our plan. <laughs> Let's get into the hot topic of the week. Your hot topic. The hot topic of the week. College football is wrapping up very soon, guys. Uh, we are in week uh, i think 11 or tw week 11 we have two more or week 10 we have two more uh, weeks to go before 
college football regular season ends and we start preparing for conference championships and bowl games and national championships and recruiting and then back to the regular season and well training camp and all that so we're gonna recap some of the winners and losers of this past week um of course we want to go and recognize clemson uh for i'm just kidding Let's do Alabama first, I guess, because they're number one. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, okay, yeah, we can start with Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give them an acknowledgement, but uh, I have to. <laughs> Alabama, I was going to put this in, at the beginning, but everybody benefited this year because or this week because Alabama, for the second straight week in a row, did not score 54 points. So I just want to acknowledge that. They uh, scored a grand total of 24 points, uh, uh, but the problem is Mississippi State scored absolutely nothing. So, um, yeah, so it doesn't matter how many points Alabama scores if you don't score any points. (laughs) I mean, L- I'm looking at you, LSU, as well. I'm looking at you, LSU, as well. I'm just saying Kept the them- net is the same. Right. The net is the same. <laughs> you score 20. You let them score 20. What is it, 29? They scored 29 on you, and you scored zero? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, it, come on, man rough. segment. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, it's rough. Um, Alabama really, they didn't even have all their full offense out there, you know? I mean, they, so don't even have to. they can put the third string in. <laughs> Four string. I mean, next week they play the Citadel, so uh, they're not even going to start the I, first two uh, quarterbacks. I really, yeah, I know. Mac Jones played extended minutes last night. I was like, and what he is will going get the, the start. <laughs> he will get the start next week, and he will finish the game next week. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any point whatsoever um, in putting Tua Tagovailoa in the game or Jalen Hurts. Or Jalen Hurts is hurt. Yes, <laughs> so. there you go. So it's kind of like I really think um, Alabama. That'd be funny if they lost to Citadel. <laughs> It would be funny, but <laughs> no. I don't think Nick Saban will let that happen. He'll put Tua in there before anything actually happens. Yeah, but yeah, if he can, he really needs to rest Tua. His knee is not doing well. He actually had to take him out um, of the third quarter last night against well, Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah, I was impressed with Mississippi State because they, they they got to him pretty uh, pretty often. Yeah. Pretty often they, they, would sack, they were sacking Tua. Um, I don't know if it's because teams are figuring them out or just because they don't really care to block. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really wondering what's going on with that O line. That O line is doing great in the rushing game, but protecting Tua hasn't been very, <laughs> hasn't been successful for them. So, anyways, Alabama number one, obviously twenty four to zero. Wasn't um, Mississippi State ranked? I don't think they were. Yeah, they were ranked like sixteenth or something like that. If I can, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, sixteenth, sixteenth, nice. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's expected. Plain and simple, absolutely expected. Alabama's in there. Uh, do we want to go into championship matchups, or you want to just continue running let's, through? Let's run through the whole thing. Okay, so number two, we have Clemson. Clemson is uh, ranked number two, obviously, and they played BC, Boston College, and they beat them twenty-seven to seven. Not much to talk about there. Clemson is just on a roll, man. Yeah, they dominated the whole game. I mean, the the score looks closer than. It's like it's like a it's like a uh, what did it say the the mirror when you're driving objects look closer than it really appears. Um, <laughs> this this win was closer than it really appeared. Um, Clemson dominated the game, but BC got a got lucky on a on a lane going to uh, on on a kickoff going to the end zone. So you know this score could easily been well, twenty seven to nothing. Okay, that's fair, but 
after Clemson put up a 77 spot last week, I t- kind of expected more points. But I'm, I'm I'm being spoiled. I'm being spoiled. Well, I mean, you got you you can't give you can't let um you can't let can't let teams get all of all of the uh I guess all of your, your repertoire before you're ready. I mean, you got you still got Alabama. You got to play, assuming you get to the playoff. Um, yeah. So I mean, you you don't want to show your all your hand against a team that's okay, but not the greatest. I mean, they're ranked seventeenth, but they're yeah, yeah. yeah no, BC is uh, probably a, I would call them a decent team. They're not any good as far as the top rank right. um, teams out there. But uh, yeah, it was thirteen to seven at the half, and then uh, Clemson finished it out, mm-hmm. doing what they do exactly. So I am uh, I am very I'm very interested to see where they those two fall in the in the playoff i really hope they don't play each other this year um because <laughs> i want that to be no i want them to, if they if they if they match up i want them to match up in the national championship so that we can actually see a game alabama and clemson? and clemson because i don't think anybody else can give alabama a run for their money besides clemson yeah but i i because we've seen it like what two years i mean yes i mean obviously i would love new teams but i <laughs> yeah. mean the only team that can actually keep up with Alabama is probably it's Clemson. Clemson. You're so right. Absolutely. If I want anybody to, to to beat Clemson, I want or beat Alabama, I want it to be Clemson. Yeah. Um Notre Dame, uh, they, they uh, Georgia. <clears throat> but okay. <laughs> that Georgia, means two Georgia, uh, two SEC teams in the championship, so that would be bad. Yes, I don't I don't I don't you know, we we already discussed this how we're going to fix the, <laughs> uh, the the uh the college football. Notre Dame looks good. They uh they uh beat a struggling uh, they FSU uh team um, thir- uh, forty two to thirteen. It was a massacre out there. Uh, FSU looked like they did not know what a football was last night or how to line oh, up. Uh, Willie they did Ta- have a lot of communication and logistics issues. Willie Taggart uh spent three timeouts in the first seventeen minutes of the game. Mm, mm, preach. First seventeen. Uh, if anybody knows, um, if anybody doesn't know, I should say, uh, first quarter is fifteen minutes, and two minutes into the second quarter, <laughs> they use their se- their third and final timeout. Of the so half. of the half. Yeah. So which means we have no timeouts the rest of the, the rest of the half. Uh, that's really bad management. If it, you know, if we're if we're talking about that, so. Yeah, it was just ugly all the way around, but Notre Dame looks good. I don't know if they can compete with Alabama, but I will know. say this, those Notre Dame guys are looking um looking more like five-star talent. Like I have always thought that Notre Dame was undersized with when it came to their recruits, but those guys look pretty big. Yeah. Their, their tight end had a great game. Um Alize Mack, I believe is his name. Mm. Um the only thing is that they have to figure out what's going on at quarterback. So, well, when Ian Book comes back, it'll be it'll be uh the ship will be righted. Um, yeah. I just don't think that uh, what's his name, uh, Wimbush. I yeah, guess, I guess I don't forget his first name. I don't think he's the answer to that team. Yeah, at quarterback, I, I oh man, I like him. He gives them another dimension, but yes. at the same time, he, I don't think he's, I don't think he's the one that you want. Brandon Wimbush. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not the answer to them, but he's he is definitely he is definitely somebody that can that can come in and, and if you wanted to run a wildcat situation. As somebody you would want to you would want yes, to come in because absolutely. he can run the ball very well. He just he's not a very good passer, um, I would say. But. Yeah, they did not 
throw that well down the field. Like a lot of the touchdowns last night that were passes were within what, 10, 20 yards? Yes. So, well, yeah. granted, we turned the ball over like four times in their territory. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, run through the uh, insignificant ones real quick. Michigan beat Rutgers. We knew they were going to beat Rutgers. It was 42 to 7. I would say that's significant. That's not really significant. Well, right. Michigan is fighting for a space in the Big Ten, and we'll talk about but, that. But uh, Rutgers is not really good. So yeah, even but, though they're in the, the the big what Big Ten, I think they're Big Ten. Uh, they're not really that good. Yeah. So if Michigan had lost, that would have made Ohio oh, State I mean, really happy. <laughs> yeah, but Ohio State's struggling, so we'll get to that. Georgia, uh, I guess survived. <laughs> If that's the best way to put it, survived Auburn. Auburn doesn't have a very good offensive uh, repertoire of, of players, but Auburn's defense can always keep them in the game. Um, they made they made it they made it a little difficult for uh, Fromm, uh, but Georgia with those stable of running backs, those running backs are so Swift legit. is nice, man. They're so nice. legit. Swift is so good. Uh, uh, what's the name of Holyfields? Uh, Holy, uh, uh, I forget his first name. Uh, that Evander's son. Uh, Evander's son. <laughs> he is. He is Elijah. Yeah, that's his name. Elijah Holyfield. <laughs> I mean, those boys are are incredible. Yeah, and they they and that's uh, to me, Georgia could be anybody that they play except for Alabama with just running the ball alone. Now, when it comes to Georgia, when it comes to Alabama, you're gonna have to throw the ball. <laughs> you're gonna have to throw yes. the ball to beat Alabama this year. Yeah. This year, yes. I mean, and last year in the national championship, exactly. that's why they brought in Tua. Exactly. So, um, Georgia will not win. Will not win. Uh, will not beat Alabama in a championship game if they run the ball. Just put it that way. I'm gonna put it plain and simple. Yeah. They're agreed. Gonna, agreed. Fromm is gonna have to have 300 yards and four touchdowns for them to actually win the game. So I'm glad you brought that up. Did you hear about this debacle, um, Justin Fields? Apparently, Kirby Smart is trying to figure out if Justin Fields could take Jake Fromm's spot. Yeah, I've heard about that. And I'm just kind of like, why? It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, Justin Fields last night got a couple of uh, snaps in, but he had one um, one snap where he got tackled for a loss. I think it was like 12, 13 yards. Brought them out of... Um, I think it was second and goal or third and goal. And so they ended up on the 20-yard line when they were on the three. Wow. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, I don't know if this is a good push for Kirby Smart um, to put him ahead of Jake Fromm. Um, I mean, Justin Fields was a five-star coming out of, uh, out of high school, number one quarterback in the nation a couple years ago. Um, Jake Fromm is not producing like he did last year. That's the issue, so yes. If 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 you're trying to beat Alabama, I mean, you look at look at look at the look at the players that have beat Alabama in recent years. Uh, Johnny Manziel, mm-hmm. uh, Deshaun Watson. Yep. What do they all have in common? Uh, they've got pretty big arms. Pretty big arms, and they can run. True. Yes. They're they they're run. a dual threat. Quarter, they're a dual threat. But they're very smart when they do it. I think that's what Justin Fields gives Georgia, and Jake Fromm doesn't. Jake Fromm can't run; he doesn't run very well. Um, so you can't. So the, so the defense doesn't have to account for you running. If you you're not going to take off, you're not going to beat me with your legs. Yeah. So that's why I would I honestly can see um, Georgia actually going for Jason uh, Justin Fields uh, 
uh, to play going forward. I, that, I would do it if it gives me the best chance to win. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think if it gives you the best chance to win, I mean, that's what um, Nick Saban did. Right, so, yeah. exactly. And he did it in the biggest game of the season. <laughs> exactly, and overtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so, actually, in the fourth quarter, I should say. Well, Was yeah. it overtime? I think it was third third quarter, end third of the quarter. third quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, that, that's going to be interesting for them. I, I think just that mid-season change could mess up the chemistry but we'll see yeah, we'll yeah, see what happens yeah, to georgia yeah. i don't think they're gonna win the sec championship game anyways no so. me neither <laughs> i mean georgia uh, alabama's just just too good yeah um uh, moving on oklahoma beat oklahoma state 48 47 that's not it's, as long as they win it's not significant um although it was not very impressive win so they're not gonna go up any further Probably number six. Yeah, they'll probably so, stay at number six or drop even. Yeah. Um, LSU beat Arkansas 24-17. That's not an impressive win, so they'll probably stay at number seven. Um, Washington State beat Colorado 31-7. Colorado's not, not very good, so that's not an impressive win. West Virginia beat TCU 47-10. Now, that's a style point win, so uh, West, West Virginia could climb up even though TCU is not the greatest team um but that's a style win so yeah we'll I think see. honestly I think the the next one right number 10 Ohio State beating Michigan State yeah 26 to 6 that is a big time win for Ohio State it is but they they struggled though I mean it depends on how the uh, how the committee sees it because when I looked at at some of the game um they struggled like throughout through the first what is it through the first three quarters? It was like tw- it was like yeah, it was it was bad. It was seven to three, and then Ohio State exploded in the second half. So it's not an impressive win as far as the eye test is concerned. Um, but at the end of the day, a win is a win, like we said. So and a win against a ranked team is yeah. always a, a good it's always win. always good on the resume. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the potentials are there. You know, we've we've mapped out uh, some of the some of the conference games that we see. Uh, the ACC, uh, Clemson and Pittsburgh. I think that's pretty much a lot. Uh, the Big Ten, Northwestern, which is the surprise team that I see there, uh, could play either Ohio State or Michigan. They, those two teams control their own destiny. Uh, when it comes to their their playoff uh, uh, implications, um, I think Michigan State is number Michigan is number four uh, in the in the playoff. So they can potentially, if they went out, they can potentially, you know, get into the playoff. And a lot of people are saying that Michigan actually can give uh, Alabama a run for their money. I don't see it. Um, Michigan doesn't have an offense that can keep up with Alabama's offense. So yeah, I don't I don't see that either. I think Michigan is a, a good team, but I just don't trust them. Yeah. So we'll, we will see how, how that goes. SEC game, SEC title game is a lock. Uh, Alabama, Georgia, um, definitely Alabama, we think is going to run away with that game because again, I don't think Georgia can, can muster up enough points to beat Alabama. Um, yeah, not at all. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the, Amer- was it American? It's an American, American, uh, American athletic conference, athletic conference, yes. uh, potentially UCF, which they have to win out to be able to get into the playoff or get into their conference championship game. 
uh, versus Houston, which already has a lock in that in that uh, conference. So we will see. Yeah, I think UCF can pull it out, but Houston, um, is, they're not a bad team. No, they're not, not a at bad all. Team at not all. at all. They they've always historically been good. Um, a couple of years ago, they they beat my 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 Seminoles like three years ago. They beat my Seminoles. Houston, so, like it was H town. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> the Pac twelve. Uh, this is gonna get ugly because the Pac twelve is not good. But <laughs> Utah is already locked. Should be already locked for uh their Pac twelve title game. Um, but it gonna, gonna, it's going to come down to Washington State and Washington. I think Washington has more firepower. They have more experience. But Washington State is really good. <laughs> yeah, Washington. Really good. Yeah, it's it's crazy to see Washington State be so well coached and just have like a, a decent team on the field. Usually it's it, it's not the case. It's the other way around. Washington usually has the, the better coach team and the better players. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I mean, Pac-12 to me is irrelevant in as far as the playoff is concerned. But right. Their conference game is always, you know, a lot of fireworks. Not as quiet as much as the Big Twelve. You're but right. A lot of fireworks, so a you lot. get to see a lot yeah. of people. And uh, there's a couple of uh, players for Washington, Washington that I want the Bengals to draft. So or or the Eagles. <laughs> I'll be watching or the Eagles or, or, or the Bengals or the <laughs> <laughs> or the Bengals. Oh, oh man! Uh, last uh, last uh, conference championship that we're going to look forward to. I just looked it up. Um, but the Big Twelve for a long time did not have a championship game, and that was what hurt them a lot. Yes, hurt, hurt them a lot. So. so they finally decided to add a championship game again. Uh, last year was the first one in a while, and um, uh, excuse me, TCU lost against West West Virginia, I think. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oh yeah, with Baker Mayfield. Duh. Oh yeah, Baker Mayfield's only been in the league. Yeah. Yeah. So Baker Mayfield, um, and the Oklahoma Sooners beat the Horned Frogs, the TCU Horned Frogs, forty-one to seventeen. That's just the worst mascot ever. Really? I like, just, I just have to stop you right there. I need okay. you to put something on the wire. Real okay. Quick. Over the wire, we have breaking news. So my wife is texting me right now. And she's telling me that uh, I need to watch the Titans game right now. The Titans are beating the Patriots fourteen to three. We didn't. I didn't. I didn't give them a chance to win at all. Is the game in Foxborough? Game is. It should be in Foxborough. Yes. Oh. Okay. Um, I just wanted to point that out there because that is unheard of. Because you know, <laughs> Tom Brady is um, like what. Three million to one against AFC opponents. So, well, yeah, especially that the AFC South. Yeah. Um, well, no, actually, that's that's not accurate because the Jags almost beat the Patriots last year. True. So true. Uh, yeah, and and Houston has played them really well. Uh, but, but anyways, but yeah. the Titans. Anyways, yeah, I just wanted to to, <laughs> yeah. to denote that on the way out. Well, but. you know, Vrabel, their head coach, did play for the Patriots. It's true. It's true. Uh, there we go. Uh, back but, to uh, Washington, the Big 12. Big yeah, 12 back yes. to the Big 12. Um, last year, obviously, Oklahoma won. And this year, it's, it looks like it's going to be a matchup between Oklahoma and West Virginia. And uh, that would be a good good um, championship there. That right. would be a good championship matchup. Yeah, I can't. I mean, it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think West Virginia has a little bit more of a defense than Oklahoma does. Oklahoma has no defense whatsoever. Uh, so Oklahoma is going to have to score about a hundred to win that game because <laughs> West Virginia can score about fifty to seventy. So yeah, 
Um, it all depends on if it comes down to how how many stops can Wisconsin, uh, West Virginia make in this game for for them to win. So yeah, it's, it's, we'll see. <laughs> it's not going to be easy to slow down Oklahoma. But no, Kyler Murray is yeah, we'll a see. beast. Uh, yeah, West Virginia West Virginia is ranked number nine right now, and Oklahoma is ranked number six. So um, yeah, this is uh, that's going to be a, a big time matchup. And it's going to affect the the playoff as definitely well. Definitely affect the playoff. So yeah, definitely keep looking forward to that. Those are our kind of the outlook. What we're looking at in the next two weeks of college football. Yeah, we'll delve deeper into it next in our in our f- final episode of the season. Final episode of the season uh, coming out to you next week. Um, so make sure you tune uh, tune into us, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll send you off to the through the holidays with a. Well, with a well, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. A well-oiled machine, I guess you could you could call it. I don't know. Well, let's jump into our plan for the rest of the year. Obviously, the holidays are coming up, and uh, we we would like to take a little bit of, of of a break and actually hang out with family. Yes, <laughs> this this has been this has been very fun, but it's been work too. So yes, you know we this these uh, these shows don't pop out and just. Just uh, organize themselves. So <laughs> and we, we appreciate appreciate you guys listening. Yes. Um, and we would just like to kind of give you some bonus episodes this year. Yes. So next week will be our last full episode, but we will uh, be putting out highlights and top mo- moments from You Don't Know Jack. Best ofs. Yes. yes best of moments. Um, so you can expect to see that in the feed. And uh, I think you can find that on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. And uh, Google Play podcast. Yes, I don't. I don't think I know. <laughs> we we know. We know. Uh, also, ho- uh, coming next season, we we are planning to be back uh, on the, on January sixth before the national championship game. We want to have everything kind of kind of uh, solidified there. We have some big surprises coming, so uh, just stay tuned for us and uh, continue to listen. And we appreciate everything that y'all are uh, doing for us, and we will continue to try to give you the best show we can. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. As always, go ahead and tweet at us at YDKJ Podcast or send us an email, ydkjpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe. We are on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Find us there. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment, like us, share with your friends. As always, anything else you got to add, Hugh? I think I'm good. I think I'm very good. You guys have a great week. This is You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And we'll catch you in the next one.